Following the crowd. This is part of the Solopreneur Project. Let's rewind the clock eight years. After a second layoff, my confidence was in the tank. I didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe that I could start a business. It wasn't something I was trained for. I was never a high achiever. So where did I start? I researched. I read. I googled. I followed how-to articles. I mimicked what others were doing. I followed the crowd. Now, in some cases, following what established people have done before is a smart move. You need to start somewhere. If I've never baked a cake before, I'm not going to make it from scratch without directions. I'm going to find a recipe with good reviews. So I followed the advice from others regarding my website. The theme, hosting, plugins, they're all based on what others were doing. I followed the advice from others regarding my CRM. I started with MailChimp based on a recommendation I found online. I moved to AWeber based on a recommendation. And then I moved to Infusionsoft based on another recommendation. I think some of these were from the same people. We can go on and on. I chose the social networks I was on based on what others were doing. I named my page John Loomer Digital because I thought that's what I needed to do. I started a podcast and recorded videos and wrote blog posts because others in the field were doing these things. I even thought I needed to get into public speaking and write a book because that's what others were doing. When you lack confidence and don't feel you have a level of expertise, trusting others isn't bad to get you started. But let's use the advice of others only to get us started. An example is affiliate marketing. Now, you'll recall I discussed this in my last episode as well. I initially got involved in affiliate marketing because that's what others were doing. It seemed like the thing I was supposed to do. It never occurred to me that it was an option not to do it. Now, eventually, I realized I wanted to use that real estate to promote my own products. Eventually, I realized that the trust of my audience was more important than the few dollars I'd make for selling someone else's products. Eventually, I realized that affiliate marketing, if you're not really careful, pushes ethical boundaries and opposes my core values. There comes a point where you need to try something on your own. You need to experiment. You need to fail. You need to find what works best for you. Now, my least favorite start of a sentence is, should I? These questions are typically related to Facebook advertising. Should I optimize for conversions or clicks? Target a big audience or small? Use campaign budget optimization or not? Create multiple ad variations or one? It's a lazy question. The answer is that you should try them. You experiment. Don't take my word for it. Find out what works for you. Allow those you respect to guide your start, but it's your responsibility to take it from there. When I started, two people I thought I needed to be like were Amy Porterfield and Mari Smith. What I eventually realized, though, was that the world didn't need a clone of Amy and Mari. We're very different people. We have different strengths and weaknesses. We have different personalities. It's a mistake to try and be like them. This is especially true when it comes to voice. Do not abandon your true self. Don't try to speak or write like someone else. Be yourself. You're good enough. 
I often hear about how ad copy needs to be short or long. Forget that noise. Ad copy needs to be what it needs to be to get a message across and be effective. Don't blog because you think you're supposed to blog. Maybe that's not your thing. Maybe you'd be better at video or podcasts or something else. Embrace what you believe in. Stick a flag in the ground. Scream it. I was able to separate myself once I gained confidence because I saw so many people doing and saying things that I disagreed with. It took time, but I found the confidence to speak up. When everyone else was creating text posts or photo posts to get more reach, I called out the process. People don't post like that. Stop trying to game the system. Another one for me was the concept of hustle. For so long, I bought into the idea that we should work 24-7, even on weekends and holidays, and we should be proud of it. That's the life of a solopreneur. We bragged about it. I did it. Eventually, I decided, no, that's not what I want. You don't need to work like that. Don't be ashamed if you don't buy into the hustle. If you follow the crowd, you will only be a blank face in that crowd. Separate yourself. Show why you're different. Allow your core values to shine through. Know that just because someone reached a certain level doesn't make them perfect. They make mistakes. They aren't as polished as they always appear to be. They may even be covering up some big deficiencies. Understand that they are human, just like you. Ask yourself, who are the leaders in your industry? What do you respect about them? What do you disagree with them about? How are you different? This is part of the Solopreneur Project, which was created for people with a business model similar to mine. So you focus on online content creation, like blog, videos, or a podcast. You sell a digital product, like training or memberships. You teach how to do something through tutorials. And building an email list, is really important. So you deal with some very unique challenges as a solopreneur that no one else quite understands. That's why this project was created. To learn more about the Solopreneur Project, go to johnlimmer.com slash solo.